Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Daydon Tolbert Show. I am your host, Daydon Tolbert. This is Ask Daydon Advice Lunch Hour and uh, a special edition today. We have a this is a momentous occasion. This is a a, a historic uh, day today. We are here in Philadelphia celebrating the Eagles Super Bowl victory. Uh, there are, from what I'm told, millions of people down on the Parkway, uh, downtown Philadelphia, Center City, Philadelphia. And um, it's just, you know, it's amazing. You know, um, many of you tuned in last week where I was doing my uh, post uh, State of the Union address special. And I, you know, I kind of put a little prediction out there for the Super Bowl. And I wasn't, you know, I, I was, you know, I obviously were going to win. I said that, but I predicted a score of 24-17, as you remember. And uh, we ended up winning the Super Bowl. Forty-one thirty-three. So, I, you know, what I mean, I knew that the margin of victory would be around, you know, what I mean, what it was, but uh, I did not expect it to be such a high-scoring uh, game. That'll be more of a defensive uh, game. But definitely, uh, congratulations to the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, for those of you who may not know, I'm from Philly. Um, I've lived in Philadelphia my whole life, and um, I was, you know, as most people were, just ecstatic. So um, today I want to talk a little bit about just some things that I picked up from the Super Bowl. Um, you know, just a couple of things uh, surrounding the game, the aftermath of the, of the Super Bowl. You know, the, the you know there were a couple. You know, some people got a little rowdy. We'll talk a little bit about that. Um, but I also want to. I have a uh, an asked data on advice question from a young woman who uh, you know just wanted some advice. You know, and, and this I felt like it would be a good opportunity to talk about just overall the top ways to know if, you know, when you're not being taken seriously and what I call a weekend jump off. You know, the question I'll get to a little bit later, it really, you know, pertains to the Super Bowl. She was, you know, uh, the guy had a Super Bowl party. She wasn't invited and, you know, but he wanted her to chill, you know, later on. So I'll talk a little bit about that, that question and um, talk about uh, the, the top ways to avoid uh, being taken advantage of, top ways to avoid being, you know, just smashed off on a Friday night, having men target you for sex. I mean, that's, at the end of the day, nobody wants to be um, just, you know, looked at in that way. Nobody wants to be uh, undervalued. You know what I mean? In my opinion, I feel like all women should should respect themselves to not be, you know, anyone's you know, friend with benefits. Anything, you know what I mean? Not, nothing like that. So talk a little bit about that. Uh, later on. Uh, real quick before I jump into it, today's show brought to you by uh, The Love We Had, my novel, which is in stores online right now, Kindle, Amazon, all that good stuff. Go ahead and order it right now, as well as my new book uh, coming out later on this year, Redefining Greatness, The Virtuous Woman's Guide to Love. Look out for it. It's going to change the world. It's going to change, you know, how people look at dating and relationships. I'm excited about it. I'm working diligently on it. You guys are gonna uh, really, really uh, enjoy it. It's it's an absolute must-have for uh, for every woman. So one of the things that I picked up on, um, and this was just great. I mean, aside from the fact that we won the Super Bowl, um, and just that being you know amazing in and of itself, I was really excited to see that many of the the, the players are not just Christians, but they were like really um, adamant about giving honor to God, honor to Jesus Christ, you know, in their, their victory speeches, their interviews. 
I made a note. I saw interviews from uh, Nick Foles. I've known for a while. Uh, Carson Wentz is a Christian. Brandon Graham, I saw a great interview with him. Another great interview with Zach Ertz, who uh, him and his wife are, are, are devout Christians. And so, you know, it, it's it's really great to see because, you know, when you get on this, this level of you have this platform where everyone's putting a microphone in your face and, you you know, and he, I'm sorry, and even uh, the coach, Doug Peterson, who I didn't know was a Christian, he was even like, the first thing he said was like, yo, I want to give honor to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I was like, wow, that's what's up right there because, so it's like when you have that many those many microphones and that that platform, you know, the Tonight Show and you know uh, Jimmy Fallon and, and you know so many other late night shows and local you know interviews, just, you know national coverage, you know you don't see a lot of people doing that and being genuine with it in today's society. Not only do you not see the the people doing the entertainers, the athletes doing it, but you don't even see the networks allowing it a lot of times. You know what I mean? You see a lot of. Um, censorship, you, you know, cutting away and blurring different things out, bleeping things out. It's like, whoa, you know, we, we pay so much attention to being politically and socially correct that we lose sight of being spiritually correct. So I just want to give a shout-out to, to those guys, you know, all the Eagles. You know, and even the Eagles that I didn't uh, mention that, you know, I saw a really great, uh, you know, uh, interview where they were, were or post, or it was like a video feed of them praying I think it was before the game or after the game. It was really great to see. So, you know, just you know, you got to shout that type of stuff out because you know how it is. Like when you look around, you don't see that a lot. You know what I mean? You definitely don't see that. So, shout out to those guys. No, and shout out to you guys online. Uh, shout out to everybody listening in on uh, what's this Facebook Live and you know people on iTunes and you know Blog Talk, podcast, all that good stuff. Shout out to everybody listening in from wherever you're listening in. You know, I'm hyped today, guys. I didn't go down to the parade, obviously. They said they got millions of people down there. I told some people that were going down, I said, be safe, you know, have a good time, but don't don't forget that, you know what I mean, that, that little thing on you, you know what I mean? Because, it's, it's, you, know, you know, it's Philly. Like, I'm from Philly, so I can talk about Philly. And Philly is, is, you know, we have great fans, but we get a little rowdy, you know. I was talking to somebody else, they were saying, you know, the stick-up kids are, are, are down there, don't think that, you know, it's all love, and it's sad that it has to be that way. But you know, at the end of the day, man, I have, in my old age, grown to not really like crowds the way that I used to. You know, and you know, flash mobs and things like this. But shout out to every. I know a lot of people down there, so I'm glad. You know, have a good time, but definitely be safe because, you know, it is what it is. Um, what else is going on? I mean, I want to talk about a couple of things regarding the game, like. The game was a great – it was a super – was a great win. I, I usually go out. Like, sometimes I've told you guys stories in the past. Me and my, my homie Osho will watch the game together, his family, my family, order some food, or, you know, sometimes I'll actually go out to, like, a sports bar or something like that. You know, this year I really just wanted to be in the house. I told you all last week – I this is that, I was, I'm having deja vu. I told you all I said I just want to be in the house to experience this historic win. There was no doubt in my mind we were going to win this game. Um, I said it then. I still, I wasn't even surprised. I knew for a fact we were winning this game, um, but I can't, I cannot lie. When they, you know, when it was fourth and one, you know, and, and Doug Peterson called up the, the what they called the Philly special, you know, I, I was even scared. I was saying to my wife, I was like, "No, don't do it." Doug. I said, "Doug, do not do it. Kick the field goal." I, you know what I mean? I'm being honest. 
But, you know, they did a little tricky trick play, and uh, it worked out. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just so excited. Shout out to Philly. You know, and I'm just not, I'm not like a bandwagon guy. Like, I love the Eagles. I, I watch just about every Sixers game I can watch. Uh, fly. I'm not really a huge Flyers or hockey fan in general, but I support all the local teams. If you're from Philly and you're like a Dallas fan or you're a fan fan, just get out. Just stop it. All right? You should not be from and not be a, a home team fan. That's just how I feel. Uh, people are wilding out, though. Like I said, there were a lot of gunshots that I heard. Um, a lot of, lot of. Uh, I heard. I saw some some cars being turned over. I saw fans storming down uh, Broad Street, which is you know one of the major streets here in the Philadelphia area. Um, but for, for what I understand, it was pretty much, you know, not not anything major, not anything bad. Um, you know, I didn't hear about any major violence you know, incidents of violence. So shout out to uh, all the fans here in Philly behaving. You know, the the parade is on today. I shared the, uh, if you're not here in Philly, I shared the link on my Facebook page from uh, Fox 29 News. They're doing a live feed, live coverage, all the way up to uh, 6, like 6.30 tonight. So uh, what else is going on with this, with this Super Bowl, the Super Bowl festivities? Um, congrats to Brian Dawkins and, and Terrell Owens being inducted into the, uh, the, the the Hall of Fame. You know, I felt like they should have been in there a few years ago, but congratulations to them. Um, it's been a long time coming. Uh, Brian Dawkins, one of the you know more popular players in Eagles history, very inspirational, very intense, great great player. So uh, shout out to him. Also, congratulations to Carson Wentz, who, uh, who, from what I understand, got engaged. You know, seems like a really good guy. Um, and that's, like I said, that's really what you want to see. You know, and that's kind of what I want to talk about a little bit today is just, you know, how to how to not how to be a part of these festivities and not the after party. How, you know what I'm saying? Like how to be someone's you know, woman, how to, how, you know, like you ever know, you ever dealt with somebody and it's like, you're not sure what you're doing for Valentine's day or, or it's Christmas or it's Thanksgiving. And you're not, you're not sure if, you know, you have plans like, Hey, are we doing something? I did like, you want to be that, that woman with the guy where it's just like understood, like, what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, where are we going? Where are we watching the game at? What are we doing for Christmas this year? Are we going to your family? Are we going to my family? Like, how are we doing it? It's not even a question. And and a lot of times, you know, these issues that I talk about, these Facebook posts that I put up, a lot of that is really in direct response to those questions and, you know, that I've, in those situations that I've seen over the years. You know, people saying, like, wow, well, you know, I want to, I want that. You know what I'm saying? I want love. I want, you know, stability. You know, this, it's the Super Bowl this week, and I don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm not sure what we're doing. You know, this young woman, she wants to know, like, he had people at his crib. Why did he not invite me over? Why was I not good enough to be at the party? Why do I need to come over at 2 o'clock in the morning when everybody, everything settles down when it's time for the sex? So what I'm going to do today is talk a little bit about the, the really, and this is actually, I'm taking, y'all you know, realize what y'all are getting. This is like a, a whole section straight in my book. Y'all know that, right? Redefining greatness, the virtuous woman guy. There's a whole section on, um, you know, how to how basically what I'm talking about now. It's a little preview for y'all. 
But you know what I'm saying? How to not uh, be that weekend uh, jump off, that, that 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 sling, that Friday night freak, you know? One of the things before, but yeah, before I jump into it, people were asking to talk about, you know, hey, what did you think about the halftime show? Um, I mean, I really didn't care about the halftime show, to be honest with you. Um, I, you know, it was Justin Timberlake. Um, you know, it kind of was what it was. I don't, you know what I'm saying? He's cool. Like, I don't really have an issue with him um, other than the issue that I have with the vast majority of these celebrities. But, um, I mean, I, it, it wasn't, his performance wasn't anything that jumped out at me. I know he sang a few songs that I guess were off his new album that a lot of people weren't familiar with. And he sang some, some older, you know, hits that people knew. So, I mean, it was cool. Um, I mean, I, I remember the Michael Jackson Super Bowl performance, which was, which was crazy. Um, Prince, um, but, you know, he was just okay to me. You know, I did not really think that he should uh, uh, have used the the, the project, projector uh, image of, of Prince just from, based on some of his personal views about that Prince. I wasn't really feeling that whole thing um, when he was alive. He didn't really like hologram images and things like that, but Justin uh, chose to do that. So, I mean, you know, it kind of is what it is. You know, it wasn't anything that I was uh, super excited about. Um, the commercials, I mean, they were cool. There wasn't really anything that really stood out to me. Everyone's, you know, I've heard some people talking about this whole Dodge Ram uh, commercial where uh, they used the, the voice of uh, Dr. King and, um, they were kind of saying that they were just doing that to, you know, just, you know, stir up emotions and, you know, using Dr. King's legacy to sell trucks. And here's the thing. I mean, some people, I I personally did not have a, a big issue with that. I think we as uh, a people have a, uh, a tendency to uh, really blow things out of proportion and really just look for things to be upset about, and it, and it's interesting because people don't look in their child's book bags for their homework. You know what I'm saying? They're not looking for the for at their report cards when they see C's, D's, and F's. They're not looking for those things, but they darn sure don't miss anybody, you know, saying any type of racial slur or anything, you know, Dove uh, soap or, or uh, what was the other uh, lotion, like all that stuff. Like people just look for it, but they're not looking for the fact that their child is out selling drugs or the fact that their kids are doing flash mobs in the mall on the weekends. They're not, they just happen to miss all of that stuff. You know, kids coming home with their pants, you know, asses sagging. and It's like you, you didn't see that, but you got time to see a, a Dodge Ram commercial. It's like, come on, man. Let's, let's stop the foolishness. Let's, let's really focus on things that really matter. Um, people talk, I'm going to boycott Dodge. Boycott Dodge? One, you ain't never buying a new truck in your life, and two, you know what I mean, it doesn't matter, like, it's not something that um, is really that big of a deal, all right, I mean, if anything, the way I saw it is, I mean, yeah, I mean, you got to understand, that, and I talked about this a few weeks ago, all of this stuff is, is, is an agenda, nobody cares about black folk, nobody cares about, you know, uh, Dr. King, like, honoring his legacy, like, these rich billionaires, you know, white folks, they're not worried about that. So so anything you see um, with their uh, likenesses or, you know, images and voices, that's all going to be done for a purpose. 
You know, so, I mean, you, once you know that, you're not even expecting it. So it's like, my thing is, I'm just happy some people heard his voice again because there's so many uh, of these kids out here, there's so many adults out here who can't name any Martin Luther King quotes. They don't even really know what he stood for. They haven't really, a lot of the kids, you'd be surprised. A lot of kids have no idea who Martin Luther King is, have no idea who, who Marcus Garvey is, Malcolm X is. They can't tell you one thing about them. You know what I'm saying? And so if, if this commercial seen by millions of people at the Super Bowl is, is just one step to at least exposing, you know, some people who may or may not have been familiar with them, hey, I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? So we got to just, like I said, let's stop stop complaining about everything. You know what I mean? And I'll be honest with you guys. I've reposted some of the – like I do this every year. Every year for the last 10 years or so, you guys have heard me um, do a post Super Bowl special. You guys heard me. Probably one of the best ones is when I did the, the, the uh, analyzed and dissected the Beyonce performance. A lot of uh, satanic imagery, demonic imagery, hidden symbolism. And I broke it all down. Check out that show if you missed it. I think the following year was Katy Perry. I talked about that last year was Lady Gaga. So I do this every year. But I'll be honest with you. Um, I, you know, I was looking at it at this Super Bowl from 100% different lenses. Um, you know what I'm saying? I was more into it uh, just because I, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm a fan. Like I'm, I actually cared about the outcome of this uh, of this Super Bowl. So I didn't, I wasn't really focused on those things this year. Not to say that they weren't there, but you know, it is what it is. So. Let's. One of the things I'll say is I want to I want to talk about th- this whole weekend jump off. Thing. I want to get to this ask data on advice question, but I I want to just put this out. This is one of my favorite scriptures, and it's in Matthew seven fifteen. I think it's a good uh, introduction to what I'm going to be talking about today, which is which says, "Beware of false prophets. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing." but inwardly are ravenous wolves, you know? And that's, I mean, that's real, you know what I'm saying? It's very real. There are a lot of these quote-unquote relationship experts. There are a lot of these entertainers, authors, and, you know, CNN panelists, all types of things, presidents who appear to be, you know, have, have our best interests at heart. You know, but the reality is, in many cases, they are ravenous wolves, you know, looking to do us harm and, and, and put forth, you know, false narratives and lie, cheat, you know what I'm saying? And, and whereas we're, it's being marketed, you know, like it's there to help us. So keep that in mind. You know, even these men, you know, a lot of y'all get caught up. I just speaking to a young woman. I do relationship counseling, and I was speaking to one of these young women who was telling about this guy that she met, and she was saying that, wow, you know, he's, he's, he's a, a, a church leader, you know, he's, a, I don't know if he's a deacon or something like that, maybe the choir leader or something like that, and, you know, he's so nice, and, you know, this and that, and then a few weeks later, you know, oh, no, I found out that, you know, he just wanted sex, he was trying to sleep with me after this service that we went to and he even preached that, I'm like, whoa, I mean, you got to be careful, you know? And and I, what I've found is a lot of these dudes, ladies, 
are, you know, <laughs> they're they're not. I'm saying especially if they are, you know, not on fire for God. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they just oh they're just a Christian. They just like they're just quote unquote spiritual. A lot of them are going to be trying to get in your pants. You know, a lot of these guys are caught up on social media. They're on these dating sites. A lot of these dudes are pimps and players. They go to church. They got the fresh suit, a brand-new suit every week. They always trying to do this and that. Like, a lot of them, they nothing but, you know, but church pimps. And you got to be careful. You know, there's very few men and women who have a, a mind and a heart uh, to be together, you know what I'm saying, like be exclusive and really settle down. You'd be surprised how many women claim they want love but really actually want to be dating multiple men. They like that. They like being taken up. They, they, they are dealing with uh, certain uh, rejection issues and insecurity issues, uh, self-esteem issues. And so having, you know, five, six, seven dudes, on their heels at any given time, that's appealing to them. They like that. You know what I'm saying? The dudes, they like, uh, you know, the thrill of the chase. They like the hunt. They are in what I call the play, the dog and the player stage. They're not in what I call uh, just yet the ready-to-settle-down stage. Look out for a whole extended chapter on the, the different the ins and outs of the three stages that men go through in my new book, Redefining Greatness, The uh, Virtuous Woman's Guide to Love. You know, and so you really got to be careful. You know, one of the things that I saw, um, and a good example of this, as far as why a lot of women trouble dating and uh, have trouble, uh, you know, being taken seriously, is I was watching, uh, what was it, Real Housewives of Atlanta. And it was interesting because, you know, a lot of you guys know about Cynthia. I, was, I, I, yeah, I mentioned her a few weeks ago, a few shows ago. And but this is from a different perspective. I watched it like last week or the week before. And now many of you know she was married to Peter, you know what I'm saying? And they recently divorced, but she's still talking to him, she's still in contact with him, this and that. He's dating, she's dating. But aside from that, she mentioned that she's dating a few other people. She mentioned that she's on this dating website. You know, which is you know, there's no there's no problem with that. But the problem with it is that She's she's dating this one dude. I forget his name. Matt, I think his name is, or no, that was a Kenyan. I don't know his freaking name. Who cares? You know, y'all know what I'm talking about. The dude that she's dating, dude went on Steve Harvey's show. That, you know, some type of dating show on the Steve Harvey. He had a little segment on there. But so I don't even have a problem with that. But here's the issue. The problem is this: Cynthia is 50 years old, saying, "Hey, look, I want love. You know, I'm, I'm you know, I would like to date." But she she's dating this guy that she likes. Here's the point. She likes this guy. Now, I'm not saying he's a great guy. I'm not saying he should marry, she should marry him or anything like that, or she's even ready to be excluded. I'm not even saying anything about that. But here's the problem that I see with a lot of women. She's dating a guy that she likes, right? She's dating a guy that says in his seems like he likes her as well. So the problem with that, though, is she tells this guy, hey, look, I like you. Because here's the funny thing. She asks him. She's like, well, what are we doing? She's like, you know what I'm saying? What is it? Are we, like, dating? Are we together? Like, what are we? She's like, I think we should just have some clarity. So they talk, and he's like, oh, no, we're just kind of, we're chilling. He's like, well, what do you think? She's like, well, I like you, but I'm not ready to be exclusive. He's like, oh. He's like, so you want to date other people? She's like, well, I mean, you know, yeah. 
you know, um, no one in particular, but yeah, I kind of just want to date and, you know, see what's out there. And, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm on this dating site. So I'm, you know, you know, how, you guys know how that goes. You're constantly interacting with different dudes on a regular basis. And, and I'm just looking like, I feel, as a man who I felt uncomfortable for him, cause it's like, I shouldn't say I felt uncomfortable for him because he probably didn't feel uncomfortable. But what it did is it, it lays the foundation for her to be just smashed off, a 50-year-old freak, a 50-year-old jump off. Ladies, you cannot – I mean, here's the thing. I don't want you, I'm using this as an example. I don't want you to, you know, look at this example as the end-all and be-all because I'm not saying that he's like this super great guy that she should want to be with or anything like that. But I, what I'm saying is – if and when you meet someone, ladies, who you like and who you see a future with, you would be crazy. You would be a fool to just because you just got out of something, just because whatever, you say you still have to get certain things out of your system. What she really means is I got to get the sex out of my system. I want a couple more penises in me before I live the rest of my life with, with not being with him. I mean, you know, let's keep it real. Yeah, we know this is 2018. We're all adults. And at the end of the day, there's a lot of sex going on. And, and, and let's also keep it real about the fact that when you're dating in today's society, more than back in the day, sex is a big part of the dating game. You know, let's, you know, we you know how, like, we meet up, you know what I'm saying? We might go on a couple of dates, if 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 that. You know what I'm saying? You know how it is. You meet, you might go out, or you might just hang out. At you might quote unquote hang out. Hey, come over to my place. Let's watch a movie. Let's have some coffee. Let's have a few drinks. Oh, let's go back to my place. And next thing you know, you know you're getting it in. You're having sex. And then a lot of times the women, the, the men just kind of go about their business, whereas the women is like, wow, I really like you. You know, and 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 I'm I'm wondering now that we that I've given my body to you, why are we not progressing? Why are we not? Why are, why is it like what happened to the dates, the actual dates, not the hanging out, not the chilling, not the Netflix and chill, but what actually had what happened to the dates where we, you know, went to dinner and you spent sixty seventy bucks on me and you know what I mean we did fun things. Why is it every time I see you? We're having sex. Why is it that, um, you know, our conversations only revolve around sex? There's never any substance. Why do you not, you know, look at me the way that I would hope my future husband would look at me? Well, the reason for that is because, and I'll go back to Cynthia and, and the dude on, on Real Housewives of Atlanta, when you make, and this is very important, ladies, when you make it clear to a man that you're dating multiple people, please understand, there is zero chance that that man will take you seriously, okay? Zero, like none whatsoever. You know, now, that does not mean that these men won't play the game. That doesn't mean that these men will not game you up, cap your head up, you know, to get what he ultimately wants, which is sex. But for you to think, that a man is going to knowingly, like, know about you that you're dating other people on Match.com, eHarmony, Christian Mingle, 
and you're constantly texting dudes, you know, like you, you're texting them on the app or however it works, you know, you, you're, you're now texting them in real life, you know what I'm saying? You are meeting up, but then you still want to meet up with me. You cannot do that. A lot of women think erroneously that when you date someone, you know what I'm saying? Like when when you, I'll put it like this. I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. There, there's two types of women. There's the women that are actively dating, and then there are the women that are just chilling. And the fellas know about this. And we, we actually categorize you. So if you're one of those women that, is actively dating, like meeting guys on a regular basis. Hey, more power to you. I'm not knocking you. We're not judging you for that. But just don't expect that man to be the guy that's going to take you seriously. Like, what do I mean by that? Let me just break it down. You go on some of y'all Facebook pages, right? And so some of y'all have dudes literally under every picture you got on there talking about how sexy you are, how fat your ass is, how how they would love to be with you, how they would drink your freaking bath water, how they would like, like your your complexion, like they're doing the, the the smiley faces and like sexual references and sexual innuendos on your actual Facebook page for millions to see on your Instagram page, like you you guys are and you out and y'all are liking those comments, y'all are entertaining those comments. It's like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, you tell me. Where are we going? You know, come pick. Like, you're, that's for millions to see. Now, why if I see that? Like, I'm not judging you for that. But when I see that, oh, yeah, he's taking you out on Friday. So can I? Can you pencil me in for Saturday? You know, I know he's taking you out Friday and Thursday. This other guy, somebody wants to eat your bathroom, drink your bathroom. But, you know, I still would want to get my shot. Let me shoot my shot. That's such a stupid term because real men don't shoot their shot. I'll talk about that a little bit later. Like, I never shot my shot. With you. See, what that, what that does, it, it, it gives these women the power. It, 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 it empowers them to think that they are somehow the prize worthy of being chased, whereas the real men, it's, it's not about chasing you. It's about, hey, I'm feeling you. You know, you're feeling me. Let's get together and see if we can build something together. Not let me try to squeeze myself in between you and three, four, five other dudes. So you really got to, you know, make a decision, ladies. What kind of woman are you? What kind of person on social media are you? How are you presenting yourself? You know, are you wifeable or are you, I'll say, sexable? Yeah, because it's 2018, not 2002 or three. You know what I mean? You know, I've I've calmed down a little bit in my old age, but I mean that's that's really what it is. Every woman out here is not wifeable. Some of you ladies listening, no disrespect, are not wifeable. And you know, and you you're you're attractive and you are intelligent and you're professional, but some of you will never get married. Right? I mean, I'm just being honest. Like, there are men out here who are looking at your page and saying, wow, I, she's cool. I was smashed. I might hit, but I would never take her seriously. And if you're a woman like that that's saying, wow, you know, I don't, hey, why, does, why, why me? Like, why, why, do, why am I being viewed that way? You know, call me. Like, we can, I'll set up a free consultation. I do 
uh, relationship counseling, 855 55 data on at Gmail. You know, we can talk about the specifics in your case, but just understand, you know, everybody is not going to get invited to the Super Bowl party. The, the best women will. You know, you see me, I posted a picture of my wife and my kids on, you know, we did this selfie, you know, for this. I mean, like, if that's what you would like to, to do, and, you know, I saw a lot of other people, you know, if you want the selfie on Super Bowl Sunday, as opposed to being the booty call on Super Bowl, uh, excuse me, on early Monday morning, and I mean, meaning after midnight, there's some specific things you gotta, you kind of gotta do it, and, and some other specific things you gotta not do. So back to Cynthia, she she is putting herself into, she put herself in the jump off category. You know, he's sitting up there like, yo, what's up? I mean, I like you, but you know, you you basically just told me you have to you have dating that you need to get out of your system. You know, whether that's sex whether that's kissing, whether that's hanging out, being wined and dined. I mean, if I was him, shoot, if I was me, if any any man, nobody would still view her in a serious manner after that. And I'm just trying to use these real-life situations that many of you may be familiar with to so you can kind of apply that to your life and take a look at your life and say, wow, I kind of – I'm in a similar situation where I'm dating or even entertaining, you know, multiple guys. And, he, and she even says, and this is the, the interesting thing about it, if you, if you watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, she actually says um, that she had sex with, with, you know, one of the guys that she was dating out in L.A. You know, she flew out to L.A., whether it was on business or just a trip out there, but she, she admitted on the show that she had sex with someone. So if you're him, if you're the dude that she's currently dating, how do you take that? Like, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm sure he's not mad. It is what it is. But for him to say, oh, wow, okay, let me hope you cut him off or let me try to convince you that I'm somehow better than him or you should leave him alone. Real men don't do that. You know that, right? No one is competing for you, ladies. And I don't, that's nothing against you. There's, there's nothing against you as a woman, but no man, listen to what I'm saying to you, is going to compete for you. We will, we, when you are available emotionally, mentally, spiritually, we will make it known that we are interested in building with you. But when there are other men around to the point where we have to now compete for your time, for your affection, it's not happening. Okay, understand that. So let's let's take a look at this. I got a I got two questions. I want to this is this is a question and, and somewhat of a a testimony from a young woman that I wanted to read. But then we have the actual question from the young woman asking for advice about the Super Bowl. So a young woman wrote in. She's saying, uh, "Good morning, Dayton. I just wanted uh, want to let you know that I appreciate the show that you do. I finally decided to give my life to Christ." For the 100th time, but this time I'm actually going to church and reading my Bible and saying my prayers. Just two weeks ago, I cleaned the house and told all the exes, excuse me, I cleaned house and told all of my exes and friends with benefits to stay away from me. And I didn't have to cuss or be dramatic. I just let them know that I'm not interested in being with someone 
who just wants me for a good time. So I'm still new to all this. Uh, And Saturday night, my ex called me up, and I was like, God, is this a test? I told him, I told him off, uh, but after the phone call, I started having second thoughts. Well, she says, would it hurt, would it have hurt to have him come over and explain himself? But I remembered that your, I remembered your words from one of your shows you did that God is not a God of confusion. And I took my Bible out right then and there and started reading it. And I immediately felt better about myself. She says, I'm lonely, and I want someone who will love me and my daughter, but I know that I have to work on myself first, and that's a lot of work, but I find solace in listening to gospel music and to your talk show. So thank you, Daydon. The work you do is a blessing to all. God bless you and your beautiful family. I swear when you did the Being Mary Jane uh, special, I was like, that is me. Your show makes me cry and laugh at the same time. I feel like I'm finally ready to take that uh, final step and make things right with God. I do not need something big to happen like HIV or baby number two or to be homeless to realize that I need God in my life. And listening to your shows has brought me to this journey. So thank you. So you know, you know, let me just say thank uh, you to that young woman who, uh, you know, is a listener of the show. Um, and, you know, if you guys have questions or situations of your own, shoot me an email, askdaydine at gmail, and, um, you know, I'll write, write you back or talk about it on the show, maybe set up a free consultation or whatever needs to happen. But this is a great situation because, one, she acknowledges what she wants. Okay, that's the first thing that I'll say about this. She's acknowledging that she's lonely. She's acknowledging that she needs God. She's acknowledging that she hasn't had God. You know, and she's acknowledging that she has an ex that she no longer that she realizes is not in her future, is not the man that God has for her. And that right there puts her in the top, you know, the top percentage of of, of the best women. Because the the reality is, unfortunately, a lot of women out here have convinced themselves and ultimately lied to themselves into believing that they are, quote, unquote, happily single. Okay? And and that's not, that's not before you all, you know, get all riled up, that, well, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I am happily single. No, I, you don't know me. Uh, before you do that, it's, I believe that term happily single is an oxymoron because it's an oxymoron. You can, you can, first of all, everyone wants love. There's not a person on the face of the earth that does not want to be loved. Okay. So if you, and we all have that craving, we all have that desire. We, everyone wants to be loved, period. So, and I'm not just talking about the love of God. I'm not just talking about love from your family, your mother, your father. Brothers, I'm not talking about, I'm saying everyone wants to be loved by a man or by a woman, okay? Now, anything outside of that is, is a man-made, you know, uh, emotion, you know, it, which comes from hurt, pain, resentment, you know, disappointment, lack of faith, you know, and, and, and a fear, 
And so, but so she's saying, look, I want love. I'm lonely. And she said, I even pulled my Bible out right then and there. That's how you want to be. That's where you want to be at if if you're if you want love. That's the first thing you need to do. Second thing, she said, I'm going to cut everybody off. She's doing what a lot of people don't do. What did she say? She said, I cleaned house, which right there tells you that it's, it's what, I, what I call the stragglers, right? She had the stragglers in the, in the picture. She had, you know, an ex. She had maybe a, a, a former friend with benefits. She had, uh, you know, the dude at work that's shooting his shot. You know what I mean? Like all that stuff. Like they're just around. The guys that text you, hey, what's up, sexy, hey, beautiful, this and that. You got to cut those guys off. She said, I'm cleaning house. Oh, she said, I told all the exes, which is probably a couple, she said, and the friends with benefits. So it's like, dang, how many did you have? And I'm not judging this young woman. You know what I'm saying? But she said the friends with benefits. I respect her honesty because the reality is we live in a society where most people, men and women, have multiple friends with benefits. The fellas know you have sex with one woman on a, on a Tuesday. You have sex with another woman after the club on Friday. Sunday after you go to church, you call somebody up Sunday night. You got these momentous events like the Super Bowl, um, you know, different things are going on. It's like, oh, who should I call up afterwards? And, and, and you smash. And, and, and the ladies, a lot of them are doing the same exact thing. It's like, okay, I'm going to let him take me out on Saturday night. Oh, the new Black Panther's coming out. Let me see what guy wants to take me out. He's, you know, you're making a whole big thing out of it. You know, you're getting the dinner, you're having the drinks. You take, you know what I'm saying? It's a momentous occasion. Black Panther's going to be a crazy movie. You just keep it real. There's going to be a lot of sex going on this weekend or, is it, or next weekend. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's how it goes. Everyone wants to live in this fantasy world like this stuff is not going on. I, I forget who y'all are talking to sometimes. I wrote the book on this stuff, really. Like, I really did this. So, I, But I know probably better than anyone on the face of the earth how this dating game goes. And, you know, the reality is it's not hard. You know, it's Valentine's Day weekend. You know, you go out, you know, and you have a nice time. Next thing you know, you're having sex. You're thinking something's going to jump off after that, maybe blossom into some type of, you know, relationship. But it doesn't happen. So watch this. Now, here's the thing. So watch this. What is that new term? He ghosted you. You just saw Black Panther. What happened? I called him. I texted him. He never texted me back. They call it being ghosted now, right? So what happens? Oh, okay. That's cool. That's fine. Yeah, F him, right? So then what happens? Fine, I'm going to text my – I'm going to return that text from my ex that I was ignoring because I thought I was going to be in with this dude. So instead of that, you know what I'm saying, this new dude, I'm going to go back to the – fall back to the ex dude who was trying to see me. Fine, you can come over. You know, you just, White Panther just came out Friday. You saw it Saturday. Y'all had sex Saturday night, but the new dude, midway through the week, you didn't even give him a chance to text you back. You, you were already back with the ex having sex with him Wednesday night. You know what I mean? And so I get it. Like, I know the cycle. My point is that when you have that type of cycle with the exes and the new dude and the old dude, it's no, there's no way a guy a new guy coming into the picture is going to view you as anything more than how these other guys are viewing. And then you have yourself in this whirlwind, you know, it's like 
I'm just done with these. I'm sick. Of, I'm sick of the eggs. I'm sick of the family benefits. I'm sick of the new guys. I'm just going to be single. Or I'm just going to close my heart off to love. Or I'm just going to be a lesbian or whatever. I, I, it's, I've seen it all. There's nothing I haven't seen. It, it, that's how it goes. She says, I want someone who will love me and my daughter, and I know that I have to work on myself first. And that right there is, is again, it puts her right at the top because a lot of women are not taking the time to heal. They're not taking the time to find God and to build a relationship with God. They're not taking the time to get rid of these exes, tell them not to call you anymore. Um, They're not taking that time to really discover who they are. You know, a lot of these women have been, you know, or let's say, you know, 27, you know, but you started dealing with your ex when you were 18, when you were 21. So you really don't know anything other than what it's like to be with him on a serious level. Now you're trying to, now you're talking about love. How are you talking about love and marriage when your whole adult life has been dedicated and wrapped up into one dude? And you can't, you know what I'm saying? It, it doesn't work. You got to really take time to heal. You got to really take time to get rid of those emotions and those soul ties. You know, and really discover yourself. It's crazy. A lot of women say, "Well, you know what? I'm just done with guys. I'm good. I got it. you know." You'd be surprised. I've actually heard women say, "I'm good. All I need is my Bible and my dildo." I, I swear. I know. I swear that that's a. I've heard many women say that. What kind of crap is that? But that's how it goes. Like, oh, I'll just pleasure myself sexually. I don't need these dudes. You know, and that's how it goes. She says, you know, I feel like I'm ready to, I'm finally ready to take that step and make things right with God. I don't need something big to happen like HIV or baby number two. And and I respect that because the reality is, is that that's the path that you're on. You know, it's like when you're having sex with, you know, a guy, and, and, and watch this, not a new guy because, you know, that condom is, is, is is wrapped up tight on the new guy. You just met him, you know, Black Panther. Oh, no, you you, you double and triple checking that kind of make sure it's still on with the new guy, right? But I'm not talking about the new guy. What happens on Wednesday night when the ex comes over? Well, you were with him since for the last 10 years. <laughs> you know what I mean? So no, forget the fact that he's been smashing off chicks nonstop since y'all broke up. But the fact that you have that comfort level with him and y'all's sexual history is at, is at a certain point where you're not making him put on a con. You're not even, it's not even a question. It's not even a, a thought. And that's where you get things like HIV. That's how you get things like baby number two that she speaks of. And that's the path that many women are on. You know, you know, you can talk about, well, you know, he should still take care of his responsibilities and this and that, but, I mean, that sounds good, but at the end of the day, if he doesn't take care of his responsibilities, that's going to be you trying to work a nine-to-five job, still going to Target, you know, buying baby formula and, you know, signing your kid up for swim lessons or gymnastics or, or, you know, going to the parent-teacher conferences by yourself. That's all. I mean, I get it. Like, I'm doing so much stuff. My daughter is six. My son is three. It's a lot. Like, I have the utmost respect 
for really good single mothers. Not some of these hoes out here, single mothers. I'm talking about the really classy and respectable, you know, godly, you know, virtuous women out there that are, are you know, raising their kids in the right way and, and respecting them. I have the utmost respect for those women because it's hard. It's hard being, you know, I mean, it snows outside. Next thing you know, oh, the schools are closed. So now you got to call off a work. You got to go pick up your kid early. My daughter was sick the other day. I had to, you know, stop what I was doing and go pick her up from school and bring it. Like, I can only imagine what that would be like, you know, as a, as a single parent. And so shout out to you guys as, as women, as mothers. But at the end of the day, that's not ideal. You see what I'm saying? Baby number two is not what she wants. She wants husband number one. You know, so what she says is, I need to, I need to put God in my life, and listening to your shows has brought me to this journey. And that's, you know, I, I, you know, you know, I've gotten thousands of letters. You guys have heard many of them over the years on this show. Same, the same exact types of letters for women who who are not afraid to to listen, without, you know, without, um, you know, feeling any type of way, without arguing or cussing me out or attacking my family. Like, I've had all types of stuff. You know, women, oh, I feel sorry for your kid. I feel sorry. I'm like, whoa. Like, just because I said respect your body? Like, hey. But that's how deep it is for a lot of women. So shout out to this woman. So let's let's take a look here. Now, now this other young woman wrote in. She basically, actually she didn't write in. I was uh, talking to her, and she kind of basically asked me, you know, what should she do? And she says pretty much, like I mentioned earlier, she said we we uh, we chilled all week, you know we saw you know we saw each other we hung out, but then when the super you know he he, he let me know that he was having people over. I, I don't think he let her know, but it was just kind of assumed that and she kind of heard through the grapevine that he had a little Super Bowl party had some people over, but he didn't she never got the invite. Right, but he he then texted her around one a.m., two a.m., asking if she wanted to come over and quote unquote chill. She said, "So, you know, what does this mean? What should I do?" Now, first, let me tell y'all: if you guys missed my special from last year or a few years ago on uh, on Netflix and chill, definitely check that out. Just Google Netflix and chill. You know, type my name in after. It'll come right up. That was a show I did specifically on, you know, that, you know, chilling, hanging out, sex, hooking up, you know, under the, the pretense of watching movies. Um, but in her situation, first and foremost, like I told you earlier, if a man has a Super Bowl party, he's going to invite, you know, uh, the people who are closest to him. You don't want a bunch of strangers around you when you're watching the Super Bowl, you know, in your home, in your crib. You might have your, your best friend, your homies. You might have your, your brother, your sister, maybe your parents there. Um, but, you know, and if you have a female there, you know, it's it's going to be a, the female that you're, you're comfortable being around the people who you're closest to. What a lot of women don't understand is that, you know, it, most men are not going to introduce you to their mother 
introduce you to their immediate circle unless there's some type of future there. Case in point, I've, you guys have heard a lot of these stories that I've told you over the years. But ask me how many women that I've dealt with have ever met my mother. Okay. I want to say, including my wife, it's certainly less than 10, but really it's like six or maybe seven, probably six, though. It might even be five. I got to really count and think about it, but it's not a lot. And we're talking, I'm 40 years old. You figure, so five or six women that have met my mother, you see what I'm saying? Like, And these were all actual girlfriends, you know, not just whoever from around the way, like, and that's how you want to be. You want to be that woman. You know, and what, watch this. This is interesting. One one young woman I was dealing with, uh, she actually met my mother. Shout out to her if she's listening. But she And she met my mother by default, by chance. We, I happened to be out with her, and I just happened to run into my mom randomly at this at this lounge, this little uh, restaurant, you know, and uh, north by northwest, if you guys are from Philly. My mom was there having uh, dinner with a, a female friend of hers, and I just happened to be there at the bar having a drink with this young woman. And so she met my mom that way. But she never met my mom any other time other than that. So you guys kind of get my point. So you don't want to be that woman. You know, a lot of women say, well, what, what, why? Like, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the difference? What differentiated them? Well, that's why you got to read the book. You know what I'm saying? That's the, that's how you, you know what I'm saying? You, you really got to pay attention. You know? You got to listen, you know, whether it's Facebook, whether it's here on the show, books, you know. But the reality is there are a lot of false prophets out there telling you things like, oh, 90 days, it's okay to make a man wait and then sleep with them. Oh, it's okay to do this and that, this, that, and the third. Like that that are not biblically based. It totally, you know, just from every perspective make no sense. That's why you really got to listen and pray and ask yourself for discernment on who I should even be listening to. Y'all know there's not a person listening in right now who can disagree with anything I said thus far from a biblical standpoint. Not one person. Everything is either coming straight from the Bible or it's coming straight from personal experience. So this is what we do. This is what she should not do. Is she shouldn't have been chilling with them all week, giving them the, the, the sex. Right? You ever had a, a a man where you just every day it was like sex? Like, don't y'all get tired of that? Don't y'all get a little worn out? You know what I mean? Like, that's a that's a lot of sex. You know what I mean? Like, y'all gotta chill, man. Y'all gotta save save a little something for for later. You know, but some of these some of these dudes they wearing y'all out, boy. Like, y'all gotta stop. It's like she said, I chill with him all week. We know what that means. So at, you got to understand, so by, by Saturday, by Sunday, he was pretty much tired of that. He was ready for, to try something a little different, something new. Shout out to everybody on Facebook Live. I see y'all on there. You know what I mean? Like, he was ready for something different. He, you know what I'm saying? You cannot, and I'm just telling y'all as a man, you ever heard, I'm not 100% uh, on board with this urban legend, but... It is out there that what they say, there's no, what's the politically correct way to say this? I don't know. There's no sex like new sex. I'll say that. You know what I mean? That's not 100% true, um, but there is some truth to it. 
You know, if you are a man who is in that dog stage, that player stage, you know, that's what you're into. You're going out, you're hitting the clubs, you're, you're having sex with women. Please understand, ladies, if your relationship, if your situation with a guy revolves around sex, he's going to get tired of hitting that. Okay? Let me, cause like, let me just, I, I hate to be like an ass or like, I don't want y'all to be like, feeling type of way, but I don't care who you look like. I don't care, you know, how big your breasts are, how pretty you are, how cute you are, how big your butt is. Whatever the case is, please, this is very important. If, if that's all you guys do, he will, any man will get tired of you and he will get tired of your sex. There are a lot of women out here who, for whatever reason, maybe because there's never been someone like me who kept this real, but whatever the case is, y'all think y'all can just keep having sex with these dudes for weeks and months. You know what I mean? And even, God forbid, years, and that's just what it is. And you think that he's not having sex with other people? You think that he's just so satisfied with the same sex from you, like, on an ongoing basis, and he doesn't want to try or experiment with anything else? That's crazy to think that, you know? And and, and furthermore, you got to understand that the, the whole point of men not committing to you, meaning not becoming exclusive with you, the whole point of that, and this is probably the fellas might be mad if they're in that dog or player stage, but I got to keep it honest. The whole point of him not wifing you, the whole point of him not putting you out there on Facebook and linking your profiles and you know claiming you publicly, the whole point is so that he can continue having sex with other women. I mean, like, what what the heck else would the point be, right? There's no other reason. There's no other point. If he if if he was interested in being exclusive with you, then he would wipe you up, and it would be official. And I always tell people, y'all might say whatever, but this is a fact. Your relationship is not confirmed unless it's on Facebook. Now, on the surface, that might seem like, oh, what are you talking about? I'm not in the Facebook. Yo, just stop it. Just stop the lies. Stop the just stop everything. Stop it. Try, listen to me when I tell you something, because it's 100% true. I'm speaking from a male standpoint. That's all BS. If a man tells you that he's not in the Facebook, or I don't do social media, and I don't like people in my business, and I'm private, it's all a lie. It's a, but yet he's on Instagram liking the, the the bikini pictures from the chicks when they went down to South Beach. He's on there liking and commenting on everybody else's page but yours. And, but, yeah, he's talking about, oh, no, I'm not in the social media. How's he not on social media when he got 5,000 friends? How's he not on the social media when he's on there liking on Instagram and doing different stuff, flirting? He's into it. He just wants to keep you out of it. That's how that works. And, again, I've done all this stuff. I've been there. Like, I know all the tricks. I know all the secrets. I know everything. There's nothing about this stuff I don't know. You understand that? If a man tells you this and that, oh, I don't like doing this or, you know, don't write on my wall, don't do this and that, it's because there's other women. Now, the way that you get around that 
is is when when it's real, it will be. Oh, let's link our Facebook profiles. No, it so and so is in a relationship with, and then you get everybody and their mom liking it and this and that, and then the stragglers start falling off because they now know what it is. He's claiming you publicly. There's no going back from that. Everybody in the world is on your Facebook. Your, your coworkers, your mom, your dad, your family, your friends, your aunts, your uncles, your homies. Like, everybody is on your Facebook friends list, everybody you know. So if a man puts you out there in front of millions and claims you as his woman in front of millions, in front of everybody that he knows, it's official. If he ain't doing that, it ain't official. And I guarantee you can lie, you can argue with me, you can be mad, you can say whatever you want to say. I promise you that man is having sex with other women. Until it's confirmed on Facebook, it ain't official. That was, that is an unpopular statement. I already know it. But the people debating that and the people who think that's not true, the guy you're having sex with is having sex with other people. I promise you that. All right? Guaranteed. So the Super Bowl situation, yeah, like I said, he did. He got tired of the sex. First of all, ladies, let me tell you, let me keep it. I was out with this dude. <laughs> this is the craziest thing. I, this was years ago. I was like maybe 19, 20. And me, my homie, we went out to this club. And then uh, my homie brought one of his homies. And he was funny. I think I told the story maybe several years ago. And uh, we were, there were, I think I, that night I might have got like seven numbers, five, six numbers. My homie got like four numbers. And this other dude, he got like ten numbers. And, and we were, at the end of the night, we were trying to figure out, like many men do, you know, what's going on? What, what, what are we doing after this? Well, you know, who are you calling up? What's going on? What's up with her? She got friends. We're bringing them back to the crib. And and the dude, the biggest player out of all of them, out of all of us, he was like, "Yeah, I might call this chick up." But you know, we were like, uh, "We're gonna call these, these chicks up, maybe bring them back to the crib." And he was like, "We was like, well, what, what you doing?" We were, we were like, "Yo, we just saw you in action. Like, we want to be with you. Like, what you got going on?" And and I was the master you know, back in the day. The fellas know, but this dude <laughs> like surpassed me. He had, literally, I'm not exactly. He got like ten numbers that night. From bad chicks, like they were all bad. We we're like, whoa. Um, and so he was like, no. Nah. Watch this. Here's the kicker. He was like, no, nah, man, I'm chilling. I'm about to take it down. He's like, no, nah, I got, I gotta uh, save this nut for my baby mom's. And he's like, it's her birthday, so I gotta, I gotta smash her off tonight. I gotta save this one. And I'm, not, I'm not. That's exactly what he said. I'm not even gonna sugarcoat. I'm not gonna. Like that's exactly what he said. And so, just think about that for a second. Here's a guy who literally just got 10 numbers. I saw him do it with, like, that all looked like Megan Good, you know, Beyonce, Kim Kardashian, like the, the some of the more attractive women that you got. And Beyonce isn't even all that great. I'm just throwing her name out there as far as the fakeness, like a lot of those type of looks. Um, he got those types of numbers where it was going to be nothing but sex. You already knew that. The freak chicks, he got those numbers. And so you know what the, his next week, his next two week, weeks was going to be looking like. You know what I mean? But he said, no, nah, I can't do that to my baby mom's. It's her birthday. I got to give her this. I got to give her sex to me. And I'm just, I'm just sharing. Y'all can take that how you will. You know what I mean? But a lot of people, and you know darn well, you know, there was no condom involved there. That's his baby mom's. That condom, you know, flew by the wayside years ago. 
but this is somebody who's literally smashing off multiple chicks on a regular basis. And and I would hate to see that be you. You know, and I mean, let me just simplify it. The bottom line is this, because we live in a very sexual society. The bottom line is this. If you're having sex and you're with someone who is not publicly claiming you, trust and believe he's having sex with multiple other women. That, that's just plain and simple. And some of y'all even got smart. Well, you know, there's this guy on social media, this guy Deedon, you know, Deedan. Like, no, Deedon, my name is Deedon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not Deedon, no, Deedon. But and he, well, he said that, um, you know, if, if I'm having sex with you and we're not in a situation, we're, we're just in a situation, it's not a relationship. Well, he said that you're having sex with multiple, multiple other people. So I, I just want to know, is that true? Who are you? Who you see? Are you sleeping with someone? Do you think he's going to say to you? Do you think he's going to be honest and admit, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm seeing you Saturday night, but I just smashed off somebody earlier today or yesterday? There's not a man in his right mind that would say that if he wants to continue sleeping with you. Now, if he doesn't care, if he's, you know, just an idiot, then, yeah, he'll say, oh, you know, yeah, no, I slept with this chick last night. But only an idiot would do that. Now, that's when y'all go to social media and say, well, I, I, that's where you get the subliminals. Well, I just don't see why these men can't just be honest and, and see what they, what they really want. I, don't, I just don't see. <laughs> that's how y'all be. I just don't get it. I just don't see why y'all can't. Why y'all got to lie? Now, these men ain't shit. Uh, niggas ain't. But the reality is they're just doing what men do. If you have a pet rattlesnake, you really can't be but so mad when he bites you on the lip. When you go when you go to give him a kiss, pet rattlesnake, like that's just what it is. So, one of the things that I, the last thing I wanted to do is, oh, actually, uh, real quick. So there was a, uh, and it, add yourselves to the friends of the Data on Tolbert Show group if you're not already in there. We have lots of great discussions, lots of great conversations on all this type of stuff. Uh, but there was a discussion today or, or yesterday, going into today, asking if. Are, if you're single, first of, uh, excuse me. The question was, are you single if you're not married, but you happen to be in a relationship or dating or whatever the case is? And I was looking at that, the thread, and the vast majority of women said that they're single if they're not married, and it was it was unfortunate because. That is what I talk about. And there's another section specifically on what I call the Beyonce independent woman syndrome. And many women suffer from it. Um, you know, you grew up possibly without a father. You put yourself through school. You pay your own bills. You got your own house. Maybe you got kids. And you figure. So it's like, look, I don't need a man. I don't want a man. I do what I want to do. And I'm single. Until you put a ring on it. What did they say? You should have put a ring on All that dumb stuff is keeping these women single. And they say, well, until you put a ring on it, I'm single. I don't care. I, I've even seen women talking about they don't respect relationships. They don't respect boyfriend-girlfriend situations. They say, well, I'm not nobody's girlfriend. Either we're married or we're not. I'm like, are you crazy? Are you like, are you a psycho? Like, what are you talking about? And I really have I've heard women say, well, I'm single. How are you single if you're in a relationship? 
You know what I'm saying? What kind of crap is that? And I don't get me wrong. I'm I'm very intelligent. I'm not an idiot. I understand the 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 tax ramifications and you know the legal implications of you know classifying yourself as single on on your tax return versus this. oh try, I get all that. I, you know what I mean? We're not talking about that though. No one is talking about how you're going to file your tax returns. <laughs> Let's stop the crap. We're talking about women who suffer from an independent way of thinking, from a place of hurt, pain, and resentment that tells them, yes, we may be kicking it, yes, we may be together, quote-unquote together, but until we are officially married, I classify myself as single. That's what we're talking about. So let's throw all the tax stuff out. Y'all aren't accountants. You know what I mean? This is not what we're here to talk about. It has nothing to do with legal stuff, okay? We're talking about mental stuff and emotional stuff. And I just got to tell you, as a man, if you want love, okay, or I should say, me, I'm telling you as a man, I'm saying, but women, if you want love, if you want happiness, if you want to be married, your answer to that question, it sure better be a lot different than just yes. Because if you are single, but you're dealing with a man who likes you, who has invested time, money, emotions into you, and is actually planning a future with you, you, the, the way that you get a ring, the way that you actually get married, the way that you actually get that man to be faithful and committed to you is by cutting off all of these other dudes. It is by investing in him the way he's investing in you and actually losing that single mentality, losing that independent way of thinking that you've embraced your entire adult life. You've got to lose all of that stuff. If you, if the problem is a lot of women, they try to hold on to that. They try to hold on to that stuff and be in a relationship at the same time. How do you do both? How do you be in a relationship with someone you claim you love, you, you want to be with, you're planning a future with, still tell someone that you're single? See, let me take it a step further. These men out here, the, way, the reason why we marry you, the reason why we invest in you is because we see value in our investment. Like we feel comfortable that if you are in a situation where you're presented with a question of, hey, what's up? Yo, what's up? Sure. A guy is shooting his shot with you, as they say. We want to feel comfortable that that man, you're going to let that man know there is no shot. There, there is no shooting your shot with me. I'm, I'm taken. I am not single. And, and the funny thing is a lot of men will actually ask you that. So what's up? You, what's up? You single? What's up? You, what's going on? Well, I mean, and, and right there, the answer to that question defines everything. If you're talking that dumb stuff, oh, well, hmm. Well, I don't know. I'm talking to somebody, but look at my ring finger. I'm still like, you're doing that type of stuff. Or really, if you're saying anything other than I am in a relationship 
no, I'm not single. You're not. You're never going to get that man to put a ring on your finger. If it's anything other than that, you're going to be in the same exact situation as this woman on the Super Bowl Sunday. By the way, what do you mean, Dana? What do you? Why is that? I well, technically, I am single. Well, I don't see why I can't. See, you got to stop it. Lose the attitude. Lose that ridiculous way of thinking. Look, you know, heal from the hurt and the pain that's even making you think that way. Because that's all it is. That's really all it is. You, you, you invested too much into the wrong person. To, to, so now it's like, oh, hell no. I'm never giving that much to someone else because of how this dude hurt me. That's what you call emotional unavailability. You got to go into every situation with a 100% clean slate. Why the heck would I wipe up someone and be serious with someone who is blatantly saying on Facebook, I'm single? You know, I, I, no disrespect to y'all. I'm not going to say any names. And you know who you are, though. If you're listening to this show and you are a part of that thread and you typed yes, I'm going to give you a chance. Go on there and delete your comment. Okay? I'm, no, I mean, you don't have to, but I'm just saying I don't want any. I don't want you to be single forever. I don't want somebody to. There's somebody right now that's single and a guy looking for love, looking for a wife, looking for a cool chick to really wife up. And if he sees that, and he listens to this show and he hears me talking about you, and you're one of the women that said yes, I'm. It's not going to work out well. Or it's just just in general. That's you can't say something like that on Facebook, and that's not how you feel. And if that's how you feel that's going to be manifested in tons of other circumstances when you find yourself dealing with somebody. So I'm just telling you, change your ways, change your mentality, because that mentality will leave you single forever. There's no, watch this, there, I promise you, there is not a, a married woman on that thread. Uh, there is not a, a woman in a relationship on that thread that answered the question simply yes. I'm single. Now, there were a lot of really good answers on that thread, and they, and they explained themselves. You see what I'm saying? If, if, but the women who just said, yes, I'm single. I'm not married, so I'm single. You, you're, you're, you are single. Well, that's the irony. You are single, and you will be single until that's no longer your way of thinking. That is not what these men look for. Let me just say this one last thing. Let me get ready, guys. There are very specific men who are looking for very specific women. I mean, period. That's it. There are very specific men who are looking for very specific women. Either if you are the type of woman that we are looking for, then we're going to wipe you up and we're going to live happy ever afterwards. But if there are very specific things that you do, there are very specific things that you don't do. You're just going to be passed over for the women who don't who fall into the category of what we're actually looking for. It's like a job. It's like okay, if you have a job that you're applying, or first of all, if you have if you're a recruiter, you put up a job description. Look, this is the type of candidate that we are looking for. It says the ideal candidate will have X, Y, and Z criteria. If you fit that criteria chances are you're going to get the job. It's pretty simple, right? But if you don't fit that criteria, then you're not going to get the job. 
and that's really how dating is. If you're if you're a, a Christian man, you know, a cool dude looking for a wife, you know what I'm saying? You want kids, you want the the house, the car, the dog, all that stuff, white picket fence, whatever it is, then there's a very specific type of woman that we're looking for. You know, she's going to, and I'm not even talking about physically, although, you know what I'm saying, that is a part of it, but you're, you're, it's a very type of, specific type of personality, a very specific type of mentality, you know, um, emotional availability, spirituality, uh, you know, we got to feel like you're going to support us. If they're, and that's, you guys look at the group. The group is just an extension of this show, and it really gives me an opportunity to put out situations, whether it's, you know, I mean, all types of situations, emotional, personality, spiritual, just to kind of see who's who, you know, where you're at as far, you know, as far as your personality and all that other stuff. So, I, I, I compiled the list, and this is straight from the book, guys. This is straight from the book, and it's entitled The Top Five Ways to Know, right? Excuse me, The Top Ways to Know if You're a Weekend Jump Off. You know, how do you know if that's how you're being viewed? And so just one of them is, listen, because <laughs> some of y'all can relate to this. If you get a text message, hold on, excuse me, let me get some of this, this juice. I got me talking for like two hours straight. Hold on. I keep it, bro. Now, the first thing is, if y'all get a text at midnight, you got a text at 1 o'clock, at 2 o'clock, you know, talking about some, hey, what's up? You know, what are you doing? You know, those, first of all, that's disrespectful, okay? And, and second of all, oh, I want to talk about something else. It'll be fine. So, First of all, it's disrespectful, and it's also indicative of how he's viewing you, right? It's indicative of, hey, these are my intentions towards you. It's sense. There's nothing going on at, you know, midnight. There's not, nothing going on at 3 a.m. Back in the day, me and the homies would go out. We played a let out, go out to the club, thousands of women, beautiful women, and we just post it up. They leave out 10 minutes early, pour the, pour the bins around. Post up outside the club. Those were the days back in the day. Pull the car, post up. Women walk by, grab by the arm. Yo, come here real quick. Let me talk to you for a second. What's up with you? What's your name? Uh, so-and-so. Okay, that's what's up. Uh, matter of fact, it's not a lot of time for talk. It's just like, look, why don't you put your number in my phone real quick? Okay. All right. So what's up? <clears throat> so you say, um, oh, when's a good time for me to call you? Now, mind you, it's 3 o'clock. Everybody's playing around. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, sure, you call me tonight. What you, you know, hit me up. Oh, where? Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, at that point, you already know what it is. That sets the stage for everything else that's going to happen that, that, in that, with that person. You can't say to a man, you know, hit me up tonight, and it's already 3 o'clock in the morning, and expect there to be anything else going on as far as how he views you other than sex. Impossible. If something else other than sex happens, you might as well go play the lottery and you might, you, you will hit the mega millions because that's how lucky you are. You cannot be out here on Instagram with your ass out and your boobs out talking about some, I want a man. Where are all the good men at? 
how y'all got the Clark Kent, you know what I'm saying, alter ego on Facebook and and then on Instagram. How you one I mean, come on here. <laughs> I see everything. I know everything. I see all this stuff. Y'all some of y'all are funny. How y'all posted the you know, y'all wanna be woke. Y'all wanna talk about Donald Trump and Black Lives Matter and posting scriptures and all this other stuff on, on Facebook. But Instagram, you wilding out. <laughs> y'all wilding out on Instagram. Y'all got the y'all got everything out there. Y'all, y'all, it's like two different things. And you what you think? He won't find that? The men the men are gonna if we ask you about your Facebook you know what I mean? We that we're gonna figure out that you got an Instagram, and he's gonna to want to see what's on that Instagram. You can't be on Instagram which is showing off your body, and then expect to be wiped up and to be you know taken seriously. I mean, I, I'm not not the last, but some of this stuff really is funny because there's so many quote unquote good eligible bachelorettes out there who are sitting at home wondering why these men are not, you know, treating them in a in a serious way. But they're they're doing the uh they they're doing this stuff. You know, they're 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 you know, you're straddling motorcycles with your shorts on and all uh, take doing these photo shoots. Like who I just always wanted to ask you, so who takes these pictures? Like where, who how who be taking these pictures? Like all these women have these, like these, these photo shoots, like all these IG shots. Who takes them? Like, what do you? You got like your own personal assistant that follows you around and takes these photos. You just asking strangers. They try y'all try to make them. <laughs> y'all try to make them look as, as uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, candid. As, as, you know what I mean? You try to make them look candid as, as candid as possible, but they're not candid shots. They're very carefully planned ass shots and cleavage shots. Sexual, you know what I mean? I gotta chill with that, man. Now that's not to say that men don't like looking at. It. That's not to say that y'all not gonna, you know, get likes. You know what I'm saying? But the likes are not going to translate into love. I'm gonna tell y'all like this, and you, you know what I mean. You know how it goes. Because hey, look at your pictures. Go post the ass shot. On, on Instagram, right, and you're going to get about 250 likes, right? You watch, and, and go, go you, you know what I'm talking about. You've seen it all. You do it yourself. You've seen it on other people's pages. You're gonna, you post your boobs, you're going to get 250 likes. But then when you post a picture of anything other than that, it's like 10 likes. It's like 50 likes. Now, I don't care about likes. I'm not into all that, but I could care less. But it shouldn't be that level of a discrepancy. The likes should not only come when you're half naked. And I can almost guarantee you, if you're one of these quote-unquote Instagram, I don't want to, I use the term very loosely, models, and you got thousands of likes on your pictures, I can almost guarantee you're single. That these all these look at look around. Everyone talks about these IG. These IG super, and they're some of the most beautiful women that I've ever seen. Don't get me wrong. They're, some of them are, very, as a man, they're very pleasing on to the eye. That's just, you know, keeping it real. But, and I talk, you know, men know about this stuff, but no one is going to IG and saying, that's my wife. 
that's who I want to be with. You know, you cannot have, listen, I'm telling you, this is very important. You know, look at people like Bernice Burgos, who is arguably, um, you know, just the barbershops, the, the, the universal barbershop consensus as the most beautiful or sexy, whatever y'all want to say, woman in the world right now. She, and any man will tell you that. I'm just keeping it real with you. That's just what it, she, even she is pushing 40 and single, right? She, you know, did a little thing with T.I., whatever they got going on. But at the end of the day, she's a single mom pushing 40, very attractive, but she does not have men beating her door down saying, I want to be with you, I want to love you, I want to make you my wife. Now, they would hit it in a second, okay? But you see what I'm saying? Now, everything she posts, you know, gets no fewer than 100,000 likes. But you cannot have ladies, and some of y'all aren't Bernice. Like, that's the crazy thing. Some of, and that's, I'm talking about the, the top. She's at the top. There's a lot of women who are, like, trying to be Bernice or trying to be this IG supermodel, whatever, trying to get, you know, 200 likes or whatever. But those 200 likes you're trying to get by showing off your body, they're keeping you single. So y'all got to chill with all that. That's when you get the text. That's when you get the DMs. You know, your DM, some of y'all DM is popping. But is that really what you want? You want to, you want the DMs from men shooting their shot? Or do you want a man actually wanting to talk to you? You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be viewed as the post-Super Bowl chick. That's not what you want. Now, can I, can I keep it even more real? Because it's not, it would be nice if that was just it. Like it, it, I mean, it's, it's kind of harsh, the things that I've said thus far, but it gets a little bit worse than it. Imagine if not only the young woman was being targeted for sex after the Super Bowl, what, what could be worse than that? What could be worse than a man viewing you as no, worth nothing more than sex after the Super Bowl? What could be worse than that? Say nothing. The level of disrespect, it really can't get worse than that, get it? Oh, but it can. Because what's worse than that is when he says, oh, is it cool? Is it cool if my friend comes too? I mean, let's just, I would say that that's worse, and it is worse, because that's the, that's a, a whole nother level of disrespect. And some of y'all are like, damn, I can't stand this, this dude. They don't, I mean, he keeps it too. Well, I don't know about this dude. My first and last time listening. You know what I mean? But the, some of y'all have actually gotten that. It's not. It's not that, uh, you know. His homie drove, and he doesn't have a Uber to take him home. You know what I'm saying? It's not really that. That's what he's saying to you. But the reality is, that's the setup for the train. Some of you may remember years ago where I did the special on uh, on that on on trains and you know how to know the difference between a train and a threesome and how to avoid being targeted for like the reality is we have to you you have to not get into a situation where you allow yourself to be targeted somebody's telling me my uh my IG live went off it's cool I can just listen in you know I mean the other way but and I'm almost done 
But that's the reality of it. You don't want to put yourself into a situation where you are knowingly and willingly allowing yourself to be targeted, not for sex, not for a train, not for any of that stuff. If you, if a man, if you've been talking to somebody, you've been dating somebody, and he never says anything about getting to know you, getting to know your even your last name, it's not going to work out well for you. You got to stop that stuff. You know what I mean? You got to get away from that. If it's not going anywhere, if it's if he's not actively trying to build something with you, you know, it's it's not it's not going to end how you want it to. It's going to end in the bedroom. So I'm, I'm gonna wrap it up though. Um, you know, I want to get back to this uh, this Eagles parade again. Shout out to the Eagles. Shout out to the city of Philadelphia, my my hometown, and um, Oh, that's what it is, man. You know, we, we live in a society that has become overly sexualized. We live in an entertainment industry that, you know, promotes sex, promotes promiscuity. Artists like Beyonce, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, um, you know, the list goes on. <clears throat> it promotes that lifestyle. But the reality is you have to ask yourself, hey, is this really what I want? Or do I want more for my life? Do I want better for my life? And if that's the case, you know, you, you will do what this other young woman did, which is clean house, you know, cut off the friends with benefits, cut off the exes, and, and just get what you really want out of life. So if you guys want to, uh, you know, set up some a free consultation with me, private uh, dating and relationship coaching, email me, askdaydon at gmail.com. Call me, 855-55-DAYDON. Right now, order your copy of my uh, novel, which is in stores now, The Love We Had, um, as well as... Uh, Check it. It's only two ninety nine on Kindle, and then look out for my new book, Redefining Greatness: The Virtuous Woman's Guide to Love, which will literally have everything possible uh, you would want to know about dating and relationships. It's literally the greatest. You know, I don't even want to call it a dating and relationship. So look out for it a little bit later in two thousand eighteen, and um, I will see you guys next Thursday, guys. If you didn't know, the show is now every Thursday at twelve o'clock. Uh, that way you always have something to uh, look forward to. You can share it, um, download on iTunes, all that good stuff. So thank you guys for listening, and I will see you next time. Date on top of motivate you.
I'm told. 